from the horse capital of the world, the great city of Lexington, Kentucky. Welcome to Red Barn Radio, celebrating the music and artists of this Kentucky region. Tonight on Red Barn Radio, it's the music of Hill House. God made man, you know he made the sky Man can walk, but only gods can fly The ocean's deep and the valley's wide If I had wings, I'd see the other side My mama said you'll be a man someday Gonna spread your wings and you'll fly away Always did what my mama said And I've got this fever burning in my head I put on my paper wings And I climb up on that hill Feel the blood flow through my veins And I smell the daffodils Watch the buzzards flying high And today the world will know That I'm the boy that flew on paper wings Throw my penny in a wishing well Send me heaven, Lord, and I
Red Barn Radio's official radio partner is WEKU, public radio for Central and Eastern Kentucky. Listen online at weku.fm. Red Barn Radio is supported by Visit Lex, Lexington, Kentucky's Convention and Visitors Bureau. More information on what Lexington has to offer is at visitlex.com. Lex Arts, Lexington, Kentucky's Arts Council, creating a great American city inspired by the arts. Chef Greg Scott and Broussard's Delta Kitchen, featuring authentic flavors of New Orleans and the Mississippi Delta with live music every weekend. On Main Street in historic Georgetown, Kentucky, Broussard's is on Facebook. Listen locally, working in concert with people to embrace opportunities, listen locally and engage in shared experiences, including music, theater, poetry, dialogue, and conversation. More information on Facebook, Instagram, and listenlocally.net. Griffin Gate Resort and Spa, a luxury spa located in the Marriott in Lexington, Kentucky. And AccuPrint, providing printing, design, and fulfillment. Online at AccuPrint.us. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Red Barn Radio. I'm Renee Cobb. This is Red Barn Radio's 18th broadcast season, and tonight is Red Barn Radio's 674th live concert performance. Tonight, Red Barn Radio presents Hill House, hailing from Kentucky's own Derby City. Hill House is a progressive bluegrass band whose roots in traditional music are apparent. Their aspirations to bring traditional music into the 21st century shows a vision that is unique to this young group of instrumentalists and singers. Please welcome Hill House to the Red Barn stage.
you guys. Now, here's Red Barn Radio's Brad Becker. Great to have Hill House with us tonight. Hill House is uh, Taylor Shuck playing the banjo and Andy Brown on the bass. He's closest to me. Isaac May is down the line playing the mandolin and guitar. And then Ellie Miller's over there on the fiddle. Great to have you guys with us. And this isn't your first time, most of you. Is it for you, Taylor? My first time here. Do you feel kind of lonely? A little bit. I usually get left out of all these fun things they do. They brought you along this time, though. So deprecating. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I know. It really is. I'm under the impression that Louisville sort of owns you guys. Is that that right? Uh, Yeah. I am actually the only one that lives in Louisville. Oh. Um, but we, a lot of us work in Louisville and live close. You and know, we all nearby. practice at her house. Yes, they so. come to my oh, house okay. every Tuesday. <laughs> is that your routine? Is that you get together on Tuesdays? Yeah, whether yes. she wants to or not, we're at her <laughs> house. You only formed in May, is that right? And the way it really got started was around January, the three of us had been in a group, me, uh, Isaac, and Ellie. Taylor Shuck. We were in this uh, kind of jam band group, and we were getting tired of being uh, exasperated instrumentalists, as our Facebook uh, group chat Uh was named. And we started a band, and (laughs) we we were not really, like, trying to start a band. We were just jamming for, like, four months, once a month about. Mostly in Louisville? Yeah, yeah, Yeah. at UofL. We decided to jam there because Ellie was a student then. Andy wanted to jam with us, and then we started becoming a band around May. That's when we actually decided to do this. All right. When you break down the stillness and nights me, when you come hold me right from behind, when I know if the morning cries out to me, I'll still love you more. When you show me a life that was never meant to be, when you put your soul on this mind. When you say that your soul captured by me, I'll still love you more. I'll still love you more. I'll still love you
since May have you guys mostly been practicing and putting stuff together for the four of you, or have you been doing lots of driving around and playing on different stages? Yeah, and we get together, as, a, as Taylor said, once a week. And Isaac May. Always working up new material. Like uh, We just started a new song yesterday that we're probably going to start looping in, but we've also been a gig or two a week at times, sometimes three. Um, Taylor and Ellie, not Andy, couldn't go with us, but we, we went out to California and played an event. We've been in uh, but usually in the in the tri-state area, more or less. But Andrew, how did you happen to come upon these folks? Well, Taylor and I have worked for other artists and bands over the last couple of years. We're also we were both faculty at the Louisville Folk School for a long time. Andy Brown. I knew Taylor really from that, and then we played for some Lexington and Kentucky artists together as side guys. And mm. I I had just quit my touring job, and uh, I had talked to Taylor. I was also an exasperated instrumentalist, and I was trying to find my people. <laughs> and Taylor was my ear, to say the least. Probably, you know, I, I definitely have complained a lot to Taylor over the last few years <laughs> about gigs. What do you complain about? Oh, everything. Yeah. Yeah. Mostly we complain about each other. And mainly each other. Uh-huh. That, yes, that's true, even when they're not around. Oh, it's just <laughs> frustrating. <laughs> so this exasperated instrumentalist thing, is that a state of mind or a state of being where you're expected just to do nothing, don't sing, don't do anything, just play what we tell you? It's a lot of play what we tell you. I mean, we sing what, you, what we tell you to sing, kind of things like that, and... I mean, and there's nothing wrong with that. You can make a very respectable life that way. And we like hanging out with each other. We were hanging out with each other anyway in our free time. So we were like, well, how do we expand that into more how do we time? not lose money when hanging out with each other? Yes. How do we yeah. not lose money by hanging out with each other? <laughs> a, good, a good goal. Pretty little miss, fire on my daisy, fire on my pretty little miss, almost drive me crazy, fire on my pretty little miss, fire on my daisy, fire on my pretty little miss, almost drive me crazy. Fire around my 
drive me crazy. The Louisville Folk School is that how you refer to it? Andy? Yeah, it's, it's yeah. Louisville yeah. Folk School. Yeah. It's a recently just turned nonprofit business in um, Louisville. That's called the Louisville Folk School, and they teach beginner to intermediate mostly lessons for all the folk instruments. There's some uh, ensemble lessons as well. Ellie Miller. I remember Andy had gotten hired on. And then I ran into him at a Billy Strings concert and oh, saw yeah. the yeah that's how, well, we, that's met. how we met we met know, at a Billy Strings concert that. in the back corner talking about Dungeons and Dragons yes well I hope you don't mind that I wrote you this song couldn't write it in a letter couldn't tell you on the phone well I don't mind talking but I guess I'd rather sing. And I know you're bound to listen when you hear the banjo strings Don't you cry, little darling, cause you know you're not to blame Because you can't build a fire until you've found the flame Sometimes the nights get lonely and sometimes you feel the pain ocean needs the river like the river needs me. I'd rather sing 
And I know you're bound to listen when you hear the banjo strings So I hope you don't mind that I wrote you this song Yeah, I hope you don't mind that I wrote you this song How did you get to play so good? Taylor Shuck. I just was really nerdy about it growing up. I've been playing for 15 years. Yeah, just a lot of liking bluegrass and non-bluegrass music. Really leaning really heavy on the non-bluegrass stuff for a long Hmm. time, and I had to kind of learn a lot more technique than you would do in a lot of traditional banjo. Non-bluegrass banjo music? So I got a hold of like the the Bach Toccata and Fugue in D minor, and then there was like I had a rock phase... Do you play Bach on the banjo? Yeah, I, wow. I do. Actually, I'm, I uh, did a transcription of an invention for uh, Tune Fox, which is uh, Bennett Sullivan's banjo. It must be sort of a hard time to be a bluegrass musician. We're living in the time of, you know, like Fleck and Pakelny and, and all that stuff. And it's like, it doesn't seem like a guy could be all that content <laughs> just sort of plunking along on the banjo anymore like it it used to be a real simple instrument it's never been too simple it's the way um, a lot of people describe it is really hard to learn and they used to say easy to master that's not quite as true anymore there's definitely something that's kind of uh almost similar to a mantra when you're doing some of the more repetitive stuff that i find really peaceful personally Hmm. for old time music and a lot of uh the traditional bluegrass stuff simple isn't really the word i meant to say i guess i what i mean to say is that the banjo role was kind of like very defined. Yeah. You take it beyond roll. Like, what's sort of catching me is how fluid you are with those little... I don't even know if, if they're 32nd notes you're playing or 16ths. I, uh, I went to school for music, but I also may have partied a little bit too much and not paid attention to my studies. <laughs> so I forgot. <laughs> so they might be somewhere between the 16th and the 30 seconds. You worked hard on that Bach bit. You're just rolling up his sleeves. He knows so what's asking. coming. That was awesome. You rolled up your sleeves while I was bringing that up. Just give people a sample of like yeah. what Bach would sound like on a banjo. had a chance to do everything well i'm booking a one-way ticket to better memory i'm just booking a one-way ticket to better memory oh lord and if i had two extra hours i would drive through the night i would be by your side just so you wouldn't go to bed alone if i had two extra hours maybe things could have worked out i bet to be less to doubt and you could come around Come around. 
chance to apologize But the way that I treated you wasn't quite right Time makes us fonder of the years we got But memories are sweeter when they're far off I said now memories are sweeter when they're so far off And if I had two extra hours I would drive through the night I would be by your side just so you wouldn't go to bed alone If I had two extra hours maybe things could have worked out I bet there'd be less to doubt And you could come around and I could come around One last trip up north Maybe make a difference Put the car behind the horse Even if it's just one chance To say goodbye Well sometimes explanations Are a lullaby Sometimes explanations Are a lullaby And if I had two extra hours I would drive through the night I would be by your side Just so you wouldn't go to bed alone If I had two extra hours, maybe things could have worked out I bet there'd be less doubt And you could come around, and I could come around And you could come around, and I could come around Coming up, more Red Barn Radio with Hill House Recorded live from the Arts Place Performance Hall in Lexington, Kentucky We're back with more from Hill House after this break We'll be right back This is Red Barn Radio Even if it's just one chance to say goodbye Well, sometimes explanations are a lullaby Sometimes explanations are a lullaby And if I had two extra hours I would drive through the night I would be by your side Just so you wouldn't go to bed lonely If I had two extra hours Maybe things could have worked out I bet there'd be less of doubt And you could come around Welcome back. Tonight we're with Hill House, recorded live from the Arts Place Performance Hall in Lexington, Kentucky. This is Red Barn Radio.
anticipate that Hill House will take on more tunes that are like this or that you'll just continue sort of working them into the rotation? The group totally so far has revolved around how each of us has such different writing styles, what that has brought to the group. So right now I think a lot of things kind of sound maybe a little mismatched with a general overlying sound that we have. But I think our ideas are kind of moving more into exploring pop and kind of jazz R&B influences with bluegrass instruments. Because we grew up all trad players in some aspect of our lives. I think we are interested in exploring beyond that. Still keeping to our roots, like we always say, but exploring is always good. If I told you what I really think, would you lie so close? Spitting out the words I held for years, buried in my bones. You don't dare touch anything besides my body. Trying to see what you need to believe, eye to eye, but you can't reach me. a bed of lies every night and we lay down when you ask if i'm all right i'll say i'm fine you never see my doubts oh i wish the truth could just unravel on my tongue but i hate how i can't seem to speak up for myself so tell Oh, how did 
different kinds of players. Mm-hmm. It's kind of cool that you kind of want to have your own thing now. Andy Brown. I mean, I started playing upright when I was 20. I went to Berea College, and there they had a bluegrass band, but the bluegrass band was full, so I had the great opportunity of starting a, an old-time string band for the university. I was originally the guitar player for it, and, I, and like many string bands, our bass player quit like within the first week or so, and I really wanted this class to get off the ground, because they gave uh. a sophomore in college full reign of something, and that was their mistake, and I wanted to prove them wrong. <laughs> I learned Upright about then, and then I started getting gigs with it about a year or two later, and I got on the road when I was about 21 or so, um, doing my first bluegrass gigs with some decently known people, and then I, at that point I, I had a basically like a pre-law degree, I graduated from Bria with an English degree. And I uh, didn't go to law school, um, and I went to music school at Moorhead State University, and I studied under Ruth McLean and Raymond McLean. Yeah. I was their burden for two years, and I felt really bad for them. <laughs> I had a great time, because I already had a bachelor's degree, so I got the great opportunity of just doing the music classes and hanging out and just really focusing in with no gen eds or nothing. It was phenomenal. It really cut the fat off my playing, and I was still touring and still traveling a lot, and as soon as I graduated, I pretty much hit the ground running, and the last, I'd say, two or three years, I've just been playing nonstop, you know, averaging like 150 shows a year, so it's fun. That was kind of a whirlwind tour of your life of the last five years or so. Angelina Baker lives on a village green, should have married Angelina when I was 23. Angelina Baker, Angelina, I know, should have married Angelina Hill. 
Ellie, tell folks about your musical background, going back as far as you remember. Oh my gosh. I started playing classical viola at age five. So I, that's as far as I can remember right there. <laughs> yeah, okay, well that's, that's pretty um, far back. So Yeah, my sister and I were both doing it. She played cello. She's four years older than I am, so the two of us were kind of in that. But then when we were de- choosing what we wanted to do, it ended up being viola. I wanted to play cello so bad, but they told me they don't make cellos small enough for you. And so Aww. they made me play viola. <laughs> but Aww. I ended up loving it. I, I got my degree in viola. You did classical music then mm-hmm. as a young person and all the way through high school. Did you play in your public high school orchestra? And Yeah, my high school actually didn't have an orchestra. They only had band. So I actually Where played, was that? That was in Oldham County, Oldham County High School. I actually played trombone for six years. Played trombone? Yeah, I did. I don't know if these guys actually knew that or not, but... They're going to want to work that into oh, the set. That would be pretty cool. It would be cool. You guys will do <laughs> I that. Still I, have it. I still know have you'll do that. All right, yeah. So, so there may be a trombone in my car. <laughs> I think we need to stop right there. How do you not know if there's a trombone in your car, and how's it a you small You never know chance? with my car. <clears throat> never mind. Hush, little baby, now please don't cry. Daddy got to go away for a while. I don't want to leave you wish you could know it. Remember, you won't be sad and barely born. There's years to be had. I'm not around, we'll be strangers every moment. So go ahead and hate me if you're able. I'll accept it. I was unstable. And if I'm lucky, when you're older, you'll forgive me. Stay clean. So go ahead and hate me 
if you're able I'll accept it I was unstable And if I'm lucky When you're older You'll forgive me And I'll be sober About, about how music sort of came into your life. Isaac May. Cowan Creek is a, um, it's an old-time music school, and, uh, it's a, or a camp, rather, that takes place in June. It's a one-week-long camp, and it's uh, to teach, especially young people, but there's people from the ages of 8 to at least 80, mm-hmm. um, learning the uh, traditional Appalachian music, and they teach it in the old-school way. They teach it by ear. At the end, they have a square dance where everybody learns the, the true culture of that. The way we even ended up there was... Uh, my family was camping in Florida on one of our strange excursions as a homeschooled weird family. We were always that one. And um, <laughs> my brother saw a fiddle player in Florida, thought that was pretty cool, and decided to get him a fiddle. And so as, as younger brothers do, we followed him around and pestered him to the music stores, and um, we would play around with the instruments. And both of my brothers and I all started playing music at the same time. And eventually my mother, we taught her how to play bass because we needed a bass player. Logistics, you know. Your mother, Tina, who is here in the audience. Yes, absolutely. Right. Looking at me judgingly and lovingly. <laughs> And so from there, see, we were, we were homeschooled. My dad was self-employed. That became our, our culture and our life. That was, instead of sports, we were out at, at festivals. We were, you know, playing random birthday parties. You know, we were, uh. Uh, that, that just became the, the, the centerpiece of our lives. But yeah, so from there, it just, uh, it kind of took hold of my life in, in ways I never expected. And I, I thought about it recently, and the vast majority of people I know, um, very, I'd say at least 90%, are because of music. Are directly because either I'm related to them or I met them at a festival or at an event or, or someplace. There are very few people I know outside of, of the music culture, and it's, it's a, sort of a fascinating thing to, to think back on. And the majority of my life, that's what I've known, and so it's, it's, it's hard to imagine not, not being that. Huh. What did you all do then? It's not quite that, that sequence. It's a little bit strange. <laughs> um, so through the homeschooling, um, my, my whole family uprooted from our central Kentucky home and moved to eastern Kentucky for two years because my older brothers decided they wanted to go to the Kentucky School of Bluegrass and Traditional Music. And um, I was a 13-year-old kid, and they let me sit in on classes. And so eventually I was actually able to, to graduate, I think, at 14 with a certificate in, in I forget what it was, for, with bluegrass music. I definitely learned a lot through that, uh, hanging around pestering college-age kids. I'm sure I was... It was a blast to be around. But also, they had a recording program, and the criteria to graduate the recording program was you recorded 10 songs over the two years. Some students were kind of lazy, so they would make me record their songs for them. And uh. that's how I started recording. And now, to this day, I still work in the, in the audio-video is- industry, and I kind of started there, an, an idiot behind a soundboard with 
too much time on my hands. <laughs> for being with us this evening and we also thank our volunteers for their help with our production each and every week. We give a very special thanks to Becky Alfrey for her work with our social media and the photography of Nick Lazaroff. Thank you all for listening to our broadcast, watching us on YouTube live and those listening to us on the Red Barn network of stations. Thanks to WEKU, Red Barn Radio's official radio partner, Public Radio for Central and Eastern Kentucky. Listen online at weku.fm. It's your chance to hear more great live Kentucky music from Red Barn Radio and WEKU. We also thank the members of our studio audience for supporting the mission of Red Barn Radio to present, promote, and preserve the rich musical tradition and artists of this Kentucky region 
and share the treasure with the world. Red Barn Radio comes to you from our home, the Arts Place Performance Hall in downtown Lexington, Kentucky. Our website has updates and further information on our guests and our program. We're on the web at redbarnradio.com. Tickets for Red Barn Radio are now available at eventbrite.com, Lexington. Let's give it up for Hill House.
fine bar The time never seems so good So good, so good, so good I've been inclined Bar, bar, bar To believe it never would Keep going Sweet Caroline Bar, bar, bar The time never seems so good So good, so good, so good I've been inclined, bop, 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 to believe in the world, but now I'm... Red Barn Radio would like to thank Taylor, Andy, Isaac, and Ellie, Hill House, for being with us tonight. Red Barn Radio's official radio partner is WEKU, Public Radio for Central and Eastern Kentucky. Listen online at weku.fm. Thanks also to Chef Greg Scott and Broussard's Delta Kitchen, featuring authentic flavors of New Orleans and the Mississippi Delta with live music every weekend on Main Street in historic Georgetown, Kentucky. Broussard's is on Facebook. Listen locally. Working in concert with people to embrace opportunities, listen locally, and engage in shared experiences, including music, theater, poetry, dialogue, and conversation. More on Facebook, Instagram, and listenlocally.net. The Griffin Gate Marriott Resort and Spa is the ideal choice for your next visit to Lexington, Kentucky. AccuPrint, providing printing, design, and fulfillment. Online at AccuPrint.us. Support for Red Barn Radio also comes from LexArts, Lexington, Kentucky's Arts Council, creating a great American city inspired by the arts. And Visit Lex, Lexington, Kentucky's Convention and Visitors Bureau. More information on what Lexington has to offer is at visitlex.com. Red Barn Radio's executive producer is Ed Commons, who also directs our show. Associate producer and booking manager is Warren Cobb. The music for this episode was mixed by Adam Schettinger. The Red Barn Radio Playout theme, Wookie Foot, was taken from a live performance of The Wooks here on Red Barn Radio. WookoutAmerica.com You can attend a Red Barn Radio concert in person. Performance times and dates are at RedBarnRadio.com Thanks so much for listening. We'll be here on this station next week at the same time as we celebrate the music and artists of this Kentucky region. I'm the voice of Red Barn Radio, Tom Brown. Red Barn Radio is a production of Red Barn Radio, LLC.